Welcome to the Imperfect Behavior Podcast. I'm Rhiannon. I'm Melissa. We're just two behavior analysts owning and improving our imperfect behavior. Welcome back to the Imperfect Behavior Podcast. We are three times the behavior analyst today. We have Haja. Hi, Haja. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So guys, if this is your first time with us here at the Imperfect Behavior Podcast, we are behavior analysts. We want to share what we know about behavior analysis to help you work on your imperfect behaviors while we change ours at the same time. So Haja, Can you start by telling us how you got started in behavior analysis? Oh, that's such a funny story. So my mom actually worked at um, a rehabilitation center in uh, Missouri. And at at her job, it was usually clients with some kind of, at the time, it was MRDD. That was the uh, mental retardation. um, That was the diagnosis. But pretty much they sent them there, like an institution, instead of sending them to prison, usually for like sexually related crimes. So um, she would have BCBAs come in to consult from the Columbus Group, which is a company that provides services out in like the Midwest. They're pretty big out there. And so she was like, your degrees in psychology, um, why don't you become a BCBA? And I was just like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's my thing. I don't think I'd be into that. <laughs> but then I'll go to work with her sometimes. And after three years of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, because I was going to go to law school, but but then I was like, I don't think so. I was like, I, I guess I'll just give it a try and see how it goes. And here we are, eight years later. <laughs> I love that we all have like a different story. Oh yeah. Typically on yeah. how we find the field and how it relates. I think, I think that's really awesome. You said she was doing it in the prisons, right? Part of, partly in the prison system? Um, I wouldn't say it was like a prison, but they are part of the prison system. But it was just kind of like, maybe like an outsourced type okay. thing. Outsourced. Maybe. That's something like I'm would really want to get into down the road because I think they don't have as, as many resources, but I feel like we have some really awesome tools that could get in there and like help. Sure. So I think that'd be really awesome. Yeah, that is super interesting. So where did the military life come in? <laughs> at, <laughs> it is this another funny story? Um, not re- I mean, not really. I actually ended up after getting my master's in ABA from a university in Kentucky I was looking for a job and I decided to sign up with like a recruiting company. So they sent me out here to a company here in Fayetteville, North Carolina out in, you know, back in 2013. And it's like military town, like Fayetteville is built around Fort Bragg. So um, I feel like all the, all the men you meet here are military. Right. So um, one day I was like, let me just get on Tinder. <laughs> it was like my first time ever being like, let me do online dating. And then after several cancellations, I decided to finally meet up with this guy named Jack at a public place. It was Texas Roadhouse. And, you know, five and a half years later, here we are. <laughs> That's, how. That's how the military came into play. Awesome. Because we were looking at your resume and we were both like, damn. <laughs> like, she has everything on her plate right now. I mean, you've got your husband is stationed in Texas right now. 
yeah, his geo-batching, as they call it, I guess. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you have one toddler and then another one coming. Yep, 30 weeks today. Oh, my goodness. Congrats. And also, you recently started your own practice. So, I mean, yeah. I feel you do kind of what I do when my husband's not here. I just like put more on my plate than humanly possible. When I first met Melissa, my husband was about to go to California for a year and I ended up going to grad school, selling my house, <laughs> buying a new house, like all working, working full time. Yeah. Crazy. So half up with the Maybe I'll forget that he's not here if I'm super busy. Right. That's what we tried yeah. to do during like, <laughs> those times and when my husband was gone. I think the first two years of our marriage, we were with each other for a total of three months for the first two years. So that was rough. Like, but I just had to keep myself busy. That's when I did, went to school. I moved out here the second year and I had to like make friends. I knew nobody out on the East Coast. So I was like, okay, time to get in my comfort zone. <laughs> like, what can I do? I joined a kickball team. That was unusual for me. <laughs> um, did like online dating for friends through meetup com oh yeah yeah I've used that a lot and that's where all most of my friends are from in this area from that website mm-hmm. so just really having to push myself out of my comfort zone to you know make friends and mm-hmm. keep myself busy because that's the hardest part I think it's just like if you sit and allow yourself to sit in it then it just takes so long to get through those those weeks and those months that's true yeah so with all the stuff that you do I mean, there comes like a lot of natural reinforcers, you know, the success of like your business and you're growing and, you know, your kids, but do you ever have to contrive reinforcers for you to just kind of like keep going? I know we drink wine. <laughs> you, you, that you say that. Um, my husband's always like, you need to get hobbies. And I'm just like, well, I do have a hobby. It's drinking wine. But <laughs> He's like, that's not a hobby. But unfortunately, I can't drink wine right now because of, you know, baby. Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned that because there are a lot of natural reinforcers that come with like, you know, having your own agency. But so my least favorite part of being a BCBA is the the documentation and paperwork. And it's funny because when you have your own agency, apparently that's the bulk of what you're doing, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, how did I do this to myself? So I do have to contrive a lot of like, all right, I know you want to watch this show, but you have to finish work. Like you have to do this amount of work first before you can watch your show. Or, you know, like I pretty much just have to set up contingencies whereby I only can contact, like I can't work and watch my show at the same time. Not because I'm not good at multitasking, but just so that I'm motivated to complete the task that I'm trying to complete. Mm -hmm. So just, just everyday things like that, things that I would just nap, like before I would just be like, oh yeah, let me just catch up on, you know, these two episodes that I missed. And it's like, nope. First, you have to complete your work and then you can, um, and then you can watch TV or, you know, even my poor son, it's just like, well, first you have to do this and then you can go outside with him. (laughs) (laughs) He gets to be a part of it too. (laughs) No, I feel like I'm always, especially lately quarantine, it's just always, how do I use my ABA throughout my house all day long. I'm sure my kids get so annoyed. And sometimes I get annoyed by myself because I'm just like, I see what's happening and I just can't get out of that hat some days when I get home. I'm like, what? It drives me nuts because I know what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I want to do it. And I try. And then some days I just fail anyways. 
but just like this weird balance of having that BCBA hat and also being able to be mom at home yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yet knowing like, if I don't do this, like what, what behaviors am I going to cause long-term if I don't like be consistent now? <laughs> yeah. I'm like semi-proud of the science that was implemented the other day in my house, but also ashamed to say that so my youngest is four. She's about to be five and she was throwing a tantrum. Surprise, she was. But my husband was sitting there and I was like, watch what this does. And I like said something to her and she just like screamed all over the place. And I love that like those behaviors are predictable to a point that you can like reliably make changes happen. It's just when you're trying to like make them for the better, especially when, you know, their schedule, like our husband's schedule is not reliable Mm -hmm. and they're not there to help. So what for you has been probably one of the most like personally challenging aspects of being connected to the military? I guess when I thought about, when I thought about marriage and having a partner, I didn't think about us being apart a lot. And even if we were apart, I thought it would be only for short periods of time. Um, But it turns out that it's, longer than I thought it would be and it was okay for a long time but I think that after having my son and him not having access to his father consistently I'm not sure what I mean there are a lot of military kids that are fine oh I mean so (laughs) sometimes I worry about like what kind of effect that's going to have on him I guess that's part of it is is I think that's the most challenging now is Mm -hmm. that and I think that it's affected a lot of like how I even implement, like I, I think that I don't implement ABA. Well, ABA happens whether you like it or not, but I feel like I don't go out of my way to implement ABA with my son. Cause I'm just like, I'm his mom, not his BCBA. So I should, I shouldn't push too hard with like, you know, man trading. He's 17 months, like echoics, leave him alone. He'll, he'll <laughs> he's fine. But even just like with discipline, I'm like, how do you discipline a 17 month old? But it's like, it's just so exhausting. I can't follow through with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's made me a better BCBA because I'm more empathetic towards parents. It's like, yeah, and he, like you can't, you want to be consistent as you can, but 24 seven, like that's incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I would say just like being consistent with my son and things like that is just, I feel like if my partner was here more, maybe it'd be easier because I wouldn't be so tired and I would have, you know, backup and assistance. Yeah, definitely. We were talking about um, like the flexibility of this life that we live. And it's just, I know, like I confessed to Melissa before we logged on with you that I have an adult tantrum every time, (laughs) like (laughs) plans don't work out, you know, because I think for me, that's one of the hardest parts. Like I am a planner. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with like order and making things, you know, somewhat regimented but I think maybe I'm that way a little bit because there is no order there literally is no regimen because it changes daily yeah your schedule changes <laughs> I've, I've now been on like the luckier side of this end because of you like been on shore duty for the last few years so the first four years of our my experience was he was gone the whole time out underway all the time but man I don't know how she does it, to be honest. I just like, you changed again? Like, I get upset at this point. Like, no. So, yeah, yeah it's thing like, makes it so hard. And yeah. But how do we teach that flexibility in ourselves and in our children, too? And, you know, you're saying how it might affect them being a military kid. 
but sometimes they feel like they really kind of gain those adult skills mm -hmm. in a sense where they've learned to be flexible over time because they've had to and they don't know another way. So sometimes that life that we have with them, it actually gives them some of those necessary skills or, you know, those added bonus social skills that they're moving all the time that they've learned to adapt in That's all those true. different situations. So mm -hmm. sometimes, well, it's really hard. I think it does teach them some really good life skills, even though it sucks most of the time. <laughs> Definitely. But. All right, let's flip to a positive. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought that was positive. But Melissa. <laughs> Melissa is an internal optimist. Um, what about the biggest benefit? What do you find personally beneficial with being connected to the military life? I would say the support that I've found so far. People have been really supportive and I found that it's just maybe because of social media and like the ease or more like it's easier to communicate and find people due to social media mm -hmm. that are similar to yourself um, through these groups and, and stuff that we're in. I've just recently actually started trying to be more involved in the military life. For a long time, I was like, I'm a BCBA and I'm married, but I'm, but I'm a BCBA. Like I have my own life separate from my husband's and I wouldn't, I would kind of like just, the military was very separate from me. But now I'm just like, well, it's, I think it's time to try to integrate a little bit. And I found it very supportive. Every, like people have been really, really supportive. So I would say that's a, that's a benefit. Just having that one thing in common and, and you have this whole group of people that are there to, to support you when you need yeah. it. Yeah. Right. And you're part of the ABA military group on Facebook, right? Like that's been a newer group that started. Yes. And that one I find really helpful because like you're saying, yes, we are BCBAs and this is our life, but we're so affected by the military side. And unless you are part of this lifestyle, like it's just really hard to understand. Right. That group I think is awesome. I've seen so many supportive people. People have questions like, how do I do this? How does this affect? Who can help me out here? I'm moving here. Any connections? Exactly. So that's been awesome. It's so positive. Yeah. I love it. So I think that's the really, the support is, is there for mm -hmm. sure. For me, the, for the military, like, I enjoy in a, in a weird sense, like as crazy as it is, it's still pretty consistent. Like some people I feel like I don't have to worry necessarily about the paycheck month to month. So that's always been like really nice for me. Like I know my husband has like a solid job that has given that. us a lot. Like, yes, there's a ton of sacrifice, but it's mm -hmm. actually really stabilized our life and given us a lot of opportunities, which has been helpful. I use the, the MyCAA grant um, that they offer for, I think it's E6 or below for spouses, but it's the online training. And that's what actually helped pay my for my BCABA training. So I think there's a lot of military support out there for spouses to help them with their careers. Cause I think for a long time, it's still this way sometimes, the military wives or husbands too of the spouses that are in, they expect us not to work sometimes. So Yeah, they expect that, oh, like you move around a lot. So like yeah. before <laughs> you even get settled in one place, it's like, oh, it's time to move again. So I can understand why some people are just like, you know what, I'm not gonna bother, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. So I, I, in the last probably five years, like I've really seen that kind of change or they're really starting to give a lot more support to military spouses so that they can get the education or the benefits mm -hmm. that they need or the help of trans, um, transferring their state licenses, like yes. licenses over and over again. Um, so I, I feel like 
that's come a long way from where it used to be. So mm-hmm. it's made it a lot easier for the military spouse to work um, and help, you know, keep themselves busy. Mm-hmm. That's been an added benefit. Um, yeah. But another thing is um, being able to kind of empathize with um, my clients because obviously a lot of clients around here are also military. Their families are military. Like this COVID time, you know, dad is coming back from deployment or, you know, mom is coming back from deployment. So we have to quarantine for 14 days. And it's just like, yeah, I get it. You know, it it is what happens. Um, So that's, I would say another added benefit. Yeah, I definitely Most of my clients are all military and I have some coworkers or I, over time I've had coworkers that weren't affiliated with the military. So I do feel like they don't understand that dynamic when that the mom or dad are deployed and how that affects the family and how cool we can go in and have these awesome behavior plans and be able to make all this change. But if it's just not realistic when you have the one parent there trying to manage the kids and everything else. So really having that like mindset to go in and mm-hmm. um, be realistic with some of these families. And then when the other parent comes back, everything just oh, out the door. You start over. <laughs> It's great. nine months because they weren't there they didn't get to learn so they really do right. have to relearn everything um, right you feel like you backtracked and um, and then there's that parent guilt of like I've been gone for nine months I really don't want to follow through because I don't want to be you know I, I'm trying to pair again with my kid you know I I'm sorry I can't just watch them have a tantrum like I want to hold them and I'm just like yeah I get it you've been gone for a while like yeah it's totally such a yeah. different dynamic that a lot of yeah. families don't have to deal with but a lot of because we're in big military towns like that is a big thing that we all have to deal with all the time yeah and just teaching the kids to be flexible and using positive reinforcement to encourage that I think yeah. is really helpful I do with my kids they've had a lot of change in their life and sometimes little things get really overwhelming for them because they have lots of trauma about things like that so I really had to work on like you know taking that deep breath and relaxing and let's look at the big picture and not just yeah. this little piece and when they can do that appropriately, really praising them and giving them reinforcement and teaching them that skill of being flexible. That's hard. I don't it is really hard flexible. because how do you operationally define flexibility? Yeah, like it's, it's really difficult, um, but it's such a skill that we all need. But I think military has definitely helped. Sure does. <laughs> you don't have that option. <laughs> Well, thanks again for joining us. It was really nice getting to get to know you, but I hope everyone enjoyed it and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Please follow us at Imperfect Behavior and Facebook and Instagram. See you next week. Bye. Bye.